Hi guys, that's Matt. And that's Jess. And this is High Self-Esteem. I again, never know what to say after Matt, that. Matt sounds like shit. It's because we're still on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, we are. I am back in Arizona for Thanksgiving, visiting my family. And I haven't gone anywhere because I well, live here. that's because you live there, yeah. C'est la vie. C'est la vie. What's new? Life. I haven't seen you in two What's weeks. New? Yeah. What's new? Um, not much. Um, to be fair, thankfully, by the time this is coming out, I'm pretty much done with school. Uh, I have like three more papers to write that are due in like two weeks. Um, but other than that, I'm done with classes. I never have to go to a class this semester ever again. That's good. Yeah, I'm living life, which means I only have a year and a half of college left before I'm out in that bitch. I wish I could say the same. <laughs> That's a flip. Because I, well, I, I lost uh, like either a semester or half a semester. I can't remember when I transferred, which isn't a mm. lot. And I've done, the way that mine works is, so my school's in trimesters and then there are terms. So every eight weeks I switch classes. So I'm finishing six credits right. every eight weeks. Gotcha. Whoa. Okay. Gotcha. Which is a lot, but they're they're like studio art classes. So okay. since I transferred, I've made like maybe just a little under twenty four credits, and that's okay. just since May. But um, I also haven't right. had a break since January. I've only had a week off. Nice. That's so fun. I'm taking my next term off and I'm not doing any classes. Just taking the whole bitch off. All right, that's fair, well, just, that's fair. eight weeks. So are, you, are you still gonna try and like graduate on time? Are you just gonna take extra classes or are you just gonna like take a semester and a half or like a half semester more? I think it, call it a day? I think because I'm taking more credits in a sh like a shorter amount of time, mm -hmm it'll even out hopefully but I'm also I'm I don't we just moved back online and there's absolutely no way that with the state that not only Colorado but oh my god I'll talk about this in a second this like the Arizona's well, you, in with yeah I was about COVID. to say you're in Arizona dude I didn't know that they didn't have a mask mandate they don't have a mask mandate Is you it? don't you don't have to wear a mask here <laughs> You don't yeah, have to. I, know. I didn't know that. Like, I thought that you did. <laughs> so when I landed, like at the airport, you have to wear a mask or they're going to kick right. you out. Denver, like DIA was really good at good about it. I didn't see mm. anybody not wearing a mask there. That's the that Illuminati if, shit. And if somebody took it off in the airport or on the plane, the flight attendant was there in like five seconds. They're like, you need to put your mask on. <laughs> if you're not eating or drinking and you're just sitting there, you need, you need to put right. your fucking mask on. Damn. And Damn. yeah, it was wild. And but, then all um, that to come back to Arizona where you don't even have to wear a mask unless you really feel like it. I know. So um, they've got, we've got 4,100 cases a day here. 
Jesus. Isn't that insane? And I just read, um, I Emma made a tweet that was like one in 49 people in Colorado have COVID. Yo. So I can't imagine what those numbers are here. It's like one in three, probably. To be, well, to be fair, Colorado is actually kind of sucking dick on, on the COVID front too. Like I saw, yeah. I just saw the one in 49 one, but then there's also like one that's like one in 19 people in Boulder have it. And I mean, it's a college town, so it makes sense. Yeah, I was going to say. And, and I just like... <laughs> I want to say Colorado's doing good, but we're not. We're really not. Yeah. We're as smart as we can be. We're being kind of dumb this time. So when I uh, we like when I left the airport, we went to go pick up dinner at a restaurant on the way to my house, and they just opened up a new um, State Forty Eight Brewery there. Okay. Every every table was full. Not a damn person had a mask on. <laughs> There was a line waiting to get in outside and then everybody walking around this it's kind of like an outdoor mall the way that it's okay, like set yeah. up Fair not n like one in 10 people were wearing a mask it was I, and Ooh. i was like so we got Ooh. we ended up we got our food and i was like can we go now like i'm ready to go i don't want to be here and i want to go <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, it was, I was, it may, I'm nervous. I'm so nervous here, but I'm also nervous in Colorado, especially now. I scheduled for next, right. next to uh, a week from tomorrow to get a COVID test at Waterworld for free. Oh yeah, and yeah. we've got we've okay, got. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've got tests here at the house that I'm going to take before I go to the airport <laughs> to make sure yes. that I can fly. <laughs> but wow. yeah, I was, I was going to ask you to get tested <laughs> before you come over again, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind. I, I'm probably going to have to anyway. I was just thinking like the only, so the way you described Arizona, the only difference is like Colorado, I pretty much everywhere I go, I've gone to Colorado in a store, to a restaurant, anything like that, people aren't wearing masks. Like, they have to be wearing masks. A lot of, like, most businesses are, like, required now to, like, right. be like, hey, you can't come in well, here unless you're wearing masks. Well, the, especially now in the red level, and I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm assuming by either the end of December or the beginning of next year, they made the, they made purple level for a reason. We're going to get there. <laughs> We're going to get there. It's only a matter You're of time. You're going to make a new color. We're going to get there, right? You didn't make it for <laughs> nothing. <out> level. <laughs> you didn't win. What's going to happen after purple? You're going to make black. black. <laughs> <laughs> Dark black. I mean, uh, double black. It's like, it's like Colorado obviously has had a mask mandate for a while, but I, we just, we're all, we're, we like to hang out. I think, I think that's the issue is like Colorado yeah. is like one of those adventure states. People get cooped right. up and they try and like do some, they're like, yeah, no, we'll do this and it'll be safe. Yeah. It's not, but. No. Yeah. And Arizona, there was, Arizona's kind of blatant with it, but Colorado, we try and keep it on that low, low more. Arizona is very resistant to everything and not resistant in a good way, but resistant in a, oh, you're going to tell me what to do? No fucking way, dude. Yeah. And our. The governor is just such an asshole. You told me to do it? 
Fuck you. <laughs> this is this. It's Arizona. <laughs> Two middle fingers to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was in Colorado, do you know? Oh, I think I already told you Shields. I think I already asked mm-hmm. you, and you didn't know what it was. It's like Dick's Sporting Goods on crack. Oh yeah, yeah. No, like I said, yeah, there. So you have it's like required. Oh, what you say? Last time you said something different than oh. Dick's Sporting Goods on crack. Dick's on crack. There it is. <laughs> and um, um, believe it or not, that didn't help me get to the store as, as quick as just thought. No. <laughs> so you're required to wear a mask to get into the store. But once everybody got in, it was like a yeah, okay. oh, and whatever. <laughs> so I was, I was getting all of my like snowboarding gear, and I was looking at face masks, and like I the one that I wear now, I got from there. And there was this um, father and son looking at face masks there, and they were both wearing masks. And then um, his wife comes over with the cart, and she goes, "Well, you know me, I'm not going to wear a mask." And he goes, well, then your ass is going to get kicked out. And sure as shit, security came over and they were like, you need to wear a mask. You need to get out. She goes, I won't wear a mask. He goes, then get out. Cool. She's like, she's like, no. And he goes, okay. And he grabbed her cart and he grabbed her by the shoulder and like made her leave. And at that point I looked, I watched what was happening and I looked at the husband and the husband looked at me and I went, <laughs> None of my business. <laughs> the I mean, like, it kind of is my to business. Say, I told you so too. Who, who can I say <laughs> yeah, it to? I fucking and told you. He looked over. He said, "I told her, didn't I?" <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, did tell her. <laughs> <laughs> but as much as I want to be like, that's none of my business. It kind of is my business because you're putting my health in danger. You're putting oh, everybody else's thing. health in danger. Yeah, that's the thing that really pissed me off about this mask thing. If 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 wearing a mask was like so you didn't breathe in the, like the virus, and so if you didn't want to wear it, you're really just risking it for yourself. Right. Go fucking ahead. All these motherfuckers are like, this is a fake disease, but don't wear a mask. I don't care. But the issue is if you have COVID, then the mask is so you don't breathe it on everyone. Okay, well, so you everybody... not wearing a mask isn't you being an asshole to yourself. Like, whoa, I don't care about COVID. You could already have it. You probably do. It's and I'm sure walking into a store coughing on everything that makes us get fucked up. That's I'm sure that about. all of the people that are resistant to wear masks who did get COVID went out and infected everybody else because obviously exactly. they didn't care about anybody other than themselves. You know, and that's that. It just the the reason I get mad about this is because like the people bring up the argument where it's like. Oh, well, you like law says I have to wear a seatbelt, but if I don't really feel like wearing a seatbelt, it's my choice. Yeah, but that's because if you get in a car crash and you're not wearing your seatbelt, your ass is dead. Is it not it's against not like, the law? Is it not against the law to not wear a seatbelt in Colorado? No, it is, but I'm saying like you can, you can, but it's choose the same, not yeah, to, right? right? You can risk it, right? But the, yeah. that's the thing. It's like if you're not wearing a seatbelt in your car and you get in a crash, you're going to die. The right. issue would be if you weren't wearing a seatbelt and you crash into me and then I died somehow. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that, like yeah. I'm wearing my seatbelt, I'm doing my thing. Yeah. But then when you hit me, I die. That's what, that's the issue. It's like, you're risking my life. You're not risking yours. Well, the thing that I've it's talked wild. about with my mom and my friends here and like 
is that I just think growing up in Arizona and living here my whole life and knowing the people and interacting with other people and knowing that this was a red state before two weeks ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> people, so. and people, I think as a whole, Colorado is number one, cares about their health more. Be the smartest. One of the smartest states. Cares, and I think what, what comes down to it for me is that at least the, the people that I surround myself with or that I find myself in the same place as, they care more about other people. People in Arizona, if it's not themselves, they're like, go fuck yourself. I don't care. You know what I mean? It's just like, it yeah. feels like people care more about things in general in there than here. Because yeah, everyone's I mean, just sunburned as shit, having an acid <laughs> flashback, staring at the sun, going. <laughs> everyone in Arizona is just not having a good time right now. <laughs> Arizona's never oh, had a good God. time, not once. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. It's dry, it's hot, there's fires. Oh my God. There's Republicans. I mean, I, to me, the, <laughs> my thought was literally just that like Arizona, like uh, the University of Arizona State um, is like one of the biggest party, <laughs> party schools. schools in the country. So my I was going, was like... <laughs> I was going to ASU parties when I was in high school. When I was That's a freshman scary. in high school is when you started going to ASU parties. And the summer before I came to Regis, I went to a party at, um, it was like West 40th. Not that you know what that is, but it's a, like it's a it's like a no meaning to me, but yeah. it's kind of like a not necessarily a skyscraper, but it's a really really tall building, and it, they're apartments, and they're unbelievably overpriced apartments right in the heart of, of downtown Tempe. Okay, yeah, I can remember this. And so I went to this party with five other people, and it's it was a two bedroom apartment, but it it wasn't bigger than the space that I'm in now, going from right there okay. to right like not not very big at all but a right. massive balcony right and so so it was getting to the point where the whole floor started to shake nice. there were there so is. many people in this thing and someone someone ran in the apartment they i don't know how but there was like a bouncer and I mean like a bouncer outside of this apartment. Not not some college dude that's like <laughs> not a, a line. big guy. But not a, a bouncer. <laughs> they're different. A, it wasn't like not an a large a, college student, a bouncer. Like legit. And so someone this dude came running in the apartment and got up on the counter and just stood there and said, The cops are on their way up. <laughs> and everyone looked at each other. And they all started, they, like, we all got out of the apartment and they all went for the elevator because there's like four of them. And my friends and I, and then all the other people that we met that night, there's, it was on the 19th floor. So definitely come up the elevator. (laughs) Yes. So the people I was with and then all the other people that we were with, I'm talking about this and I'm like, I also can't believe that I was in a place with that many people. It's so weird how times have changed. But so like my group and the other 
seven people that we met there booked it down the stairs and we were jumping down flights of stairs <laughs> and ran out of we it like took us out in the parking garage and then there were four cop cars <laughs> in the car oh my lane. god and i have never run so fast in my entire <laughs> life it was the it was so wild. That was the last ASU oh, party man. I went to, and that is the last ASU party I'm going to go to because oh. it's just grimy and oh my and goodness. Unsafe now, especially. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's what but I'm saying. There's people Those that I went to <laughs> people people that I went to high school with are like having parties right now. And this yeah. is a this is at U of A and ASU and yes. Mesa just sucks in general, but like someone posted on their Snapchat story and there were 10 people in a bathroom. Yeah, no, that that's happening. I, for my friends from U of A and ASU, they are literally sending me, they're, no, they're putting it on their story. I know. Right, it's usually but that's like their because, private story, but still. That's because everybody and, in Arizona is doing the same fucking thing. Exactly. They, they, they are literally in a culture where it is blind to the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic. They know nothing other than uh, eat, sleep, party, and do cocaine. <laughs> eat, sleep, it's cocaine, drugs, party. food, and, and, and I don't even know if sleep's in there. I think it's drugs, food, and, and drink stuff. And I think and I think they just pass out every once in a while. <laughs> they go, oh, drugs, I slept for a little bit. Drugs, alcohol, party, blackout, repeat. <laughs> right just forever the first two are inter- interchangeable which one goes first but, but, that's but they're always I think, involved i think what happens is people go to these these colleges they have a crazy ass time and then they think wow the rest of arizona must be like this but then they realize that like it's just 40 year olds that did that and are just constantly just have so much acid and lsd in their blood system them that it's just there forever now they can't even and, and they, they and can't they do can't simple leave. math anymore because they can't remember <laughs> right, it the they don't even is, know what a number is down on them. <laughs> they're losing brain cells at a crazy ass rate and they they're living in the there. lake on a houseboat <laughs> they, they have nowhere else to go and they just stay there and that's what arizona has become just a cycle <laughs> until, I would have until to agree the with end that. of time <laughs> i would absolutely it's, have it's to agree crazy. with that crazy oh it's crazy Jesus. So the, the world, yeah, the world's a, a brand new place. We've moved past the need as a nation for Arizona. Yeah, it can just be, it, if they fell off, I'd be eh. just All right. give it back to the tribes. We don't want it. Give it back to Mother Nature. <sighs> give it back to the earth. Oh. Uh, All right. Should we talk, do you want to talk about this crazy topic? Because it has something to do with a plague, technically. Does it? You want me to show you yeah. what I just got, what I just walked in the door with, though? It won't take long. Sure. You All see right, it? let's do that first. Yeah, let's do that first. <laughs> what? I just what? got a guitar. Uh, why? Where? Who? How did you get a guitar? I went, my mom That's got a nice it. ass guitar, too. It's a Squire Strat, and it came, it's Fender. And it ah, came, you should, this is, the, this is the funniest part. <laughs> this is the funniest part. <laughs> this, the smallest amp, oh the smallest, tiniest. You got tiniest. a personal amp? 
with the, your with your guitar? The smallest, tiniest, cutest amp I have ever seen in my entire oh life. My Isn't God. this thing cool though? Yeah. What? Did you just walked home and 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 this was waiting for you? No, we what we literally it? just went out and buy it. We just we just got it. Oh, my strap just came off. But it also it came with a bunch of uh, free lessons and stuff. It was insane. Oh my God. It was insane. Wow. Wow. Okay then. Crazy? Got a guitar. All right then. So pretty. I can't wait to pretty. hang it up. This wow. is so okay. cute. I didn't think I would I the plan was that I thought the amp was Do you gonna play be guitar? Huh? Like, do you play guitar? I'm learning. I know a little bit. Okay. I know a so little like, bit. I've never I, once seen you play guitar. <laughs> I had guitars when I was a kid. I had I had a Yamaha acoustic, and I had a, a Yamaha one that looked like a Strat when I was, like, 6 to 10. And I, I played it then, and then, All right, I'm gonna, you I, know. That's that's really cool. I have a dumb question. Does Yamaha also make motorcycles, or am I thinking of? I think they're. Different? Now that I'm thinking <laughs> of it, that's kind of the same logo. It's like well, a, that's what I thought because it's definitely like a Japanese motorcycle company. But is Yamaha it? I have I think, to look it up now. I'm I think. Looking. I think. <laughs> Anyways, that's cool that you Yamaha motorcycles and instruments <laughs> yeah 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 it's just a manufact yeah. oh wait wow yamaha motors hey, hold on wow, i think that's... this is different no oh, this is I different yamaha corporation is instruments yamaha motors is okay so it's probably like owned by the same person or some shit like that <clears throat> does yamaha make music instruments and motorcycles <laughs> so this is a common thing i'm not crazy thank god oh oh my god today the company not only makes musical instruments bikes and motorcycle and motorcycles but sporting goods and robots as well fuck yeah versatile <laughs> I queens can't believe i actually got that right <laughs> versatile queens well i remember the logo that i had on my guitar i also had a yamaha dirt bike and they're the same. I, I, I just remember I would have just like assumed a Japanese they were... sounding bike name, but I couldn't remember if it was like a. No, I was no. gonna say Yakuza, and oh. then I realized what that Suzuki. actually was. Suzuki. Suzuki. That sounds familiar too, but that was it's not what Suzuki. I, was I thought. I thought I was thinking Yamaha had like extra syllables or something. That's all. I... Yamaha, mama. Mm. Yeah, it was like Yamada <laughs> or something. Like <laughs> Yamaha. Something like that. <laughs> Is wrong. Wow. Yeah. Right, so then. I got that, okay. and I'm well. The reason I wanted it is because I, I, if I could go back and do it all over again, I would make my parents make me Jess, learn every instrument. Jess, and you are 20 years old. I know, which is kind of the point. <laughs> you were speaking like you are on your deathbed. <laughs> I know, but I just would have been. Do I could, it all again. It would have been better if First I was a kid. Quarter of my life. It would have been better I, if yeah. I was a kid. I don't have the I don't have the same brain oh. cells I did when I was a kid. More or less. <laughs> less. <laughs> yeah, I'm a super fucking smart kid. 
when I hit 15, it was just <laughs> down there from there. So exactly, uh, I like I would catch myself like walking around my apartment and looking for stuff to do, and playing three hours a day of Among Us, and I thought that this would be a better thing to do with my time, especially since I'm taking eight weeks off, and I and I really want to learn it. So. Because I feel like I feel like yeah I feel like you can only get better with time if you stick with it right. Watch me get worse. Watch me get worse. (laughs) I I can't imagine you get worse at an instrument. I feel like it's (laughs) it's only accumulated. Right. You can try. But I also Um, I also thought that maybe I could remember it better than anything else because. I make things and I work with my hands. So if I'm doing things with my hands, I was hoping that it would have been like muscle memory. Stick with the right brain stuff? Yeah. Is that left brain? Left. It's a a myth either way. I think it's left. Watch me be wrong and absolutely certain about it. It's a myth either way. There's no left (laughs) or right brain. Our brain is complex. It is only one brain. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, I saved up and I bought myself a saxophone at the beginning of quarantine, which I have Ooh. never played. I have never played a wind instrument in my life. I've played. You've the never drums. played a wind instrument. Never. I, I didn't played the drums when I was a kid. I played the you drums my, when I was younger. Yeah, but you know my school, so we didn't have like a, a little band or choir section. You had climbing. So like, and yeah, bear fighting. I'm, we had rock climbing. We had a rock climbing gym in our school. Hey. We had that, but we didn't have a music hall. Love that. That's that's my school. They said you the could arts. Climb a rock wall. <laughs> the arts. I don't know what that is, and don't explain it to me. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. I did art, and art was my favorite class because we had this dope white woman with long as fuck dreads. And this is back when I didn't realize that cultural appropriation was kind of a bad thing. And even now, it's like she wasn't really. She wasn't trying to be black. She, she was, was on her. her thing. She, she was on her she was own acid. wavelength. She was. She, yeah, was, she was, was having acid, acid flashbacks. All of all of your crafts were made when she was tripping. It was so amazing, but she was literally the dopest teacher ever. And we would like we would like go outside and like learn how to fucking carry these hundreds of pound canoes across rivers because that's what that's what our seventh grade year education was how to carry a fucking canoe. Gang, but then gang. we'd go upstairs and Anna was like, we're going to work with clay today. And we'd be like, all right, what, what should we do with it? She was like, find out what it's like. You know, just play with it. Figure out what, what clay is. And I was like, all right. And so for an hour and a half, I just fuck around with clay. And that was the best part of Remzel, honestly. That's it. She was a wonderful person. But That's it. <laughs> I don't know. She was like looking back now. She was a, she was an acid trip lady, and I it kind of I kind of fucked with it. She, she was definitely so smoked far weed gone. too. Of course she, she was. Did. She she was so, she was so laid back. As long as you were giving effort, a <laughs> you were on your merry way. Exactly. But I mean, my whole school thing was fucked up. I didn't do I didn't do like languages either. I had one year of Spanish. I didn't do languages. Teacher, my Spanish teacher had an affair with um, the principal. Um, and then, like, 
I think they did a documentary on her actually. Or like a she's like on a TLC show because she like got into prostitution and shit, and it was like <laughs> a real downhill slope from teaching Spanish at our school. But after that, we didn't do language ever again. <laughs> That's the next episode. We're reacting to that TLC show. <laughs> okay, I'll try and find Of your it. Spanish teacher <laughs> having an affair at the principal and then it's going into prostitution. Like, like she went into prostitution and it fucked her up. It was insane. Well, I'll look for it and we'll try and find it for the next episode because it's, it's a crazy thing. Can oh. I lower your hand? Your hand is raised on <laughs> Oh, yeah, sorry. Did you have <laughs> a thought? A I had a question earlier, but don't worry about it. When I was okay. in when I was in <laughs> elementary school, I played the trumpet. Facts. I, I played the trumpet, and it was like it was fun. It's not hard. You hold it the specific <laughs> way. You only have three keys right. or whatever, and then you just <laughs> and <laughs> that's exactly it. That was about to say it was a perfect <laughs> trumpet noise. That was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the saxophone definitely has a lot of fucking buttons. I'm learning that way quicker than I wanted to. That, well, I originally wanted to play the saxophone, and then I learned how many buttons it had, and I went to the trumpet because it had the least amount of buttons. I can press four buttons with my pinky <laughs> where I keep it. It's insane. <laughs> Literally, bop, 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 bop. And I just figured out there's an octave key and my whole world is just, I'm self-teaching this whole bitch. And I'm just like- You're sitting on the edge of your bed, just- Literally, I'm just like, fuck it. I'll try and figure out what, what this does. But yeah, the only other instrument I ever played was like drums. I picked up a, a guitar every once in a while because my brother and dad play bass guitar, but mm-hmm. I only ever really played the drums. So I yeah. had no wind practice. <laughs> I, I, I took I took lessons when I was a kid. And after a few, I was like, I didn't I realized that I didn't like being told what to do. <laughs> That's when I realized. So wow, I so you are from Arizona. <laughs> exactly. I had well, friends who had how to play this instrument, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> I had friends who had drum sets and I would go over there and play when I was a kid. And then when I went to Regis, I often found myself breaking into (laughs) music rooms. Oh, I love that you hesitated. I was like, what is she trying to think of? And you were like, should I say broken or not? (laughs) You know what? I... Fuck they're it. about to they're about to find out that I'm not coming back in about a week. So they're about to go bankrupt is what they're about to do. So yeah. So I would um often break into the music rooms and play the drums there. Interesting. And I I like learned a whole playlist of a semester of shit like that. I don't know any the the I didn't want to be a t- technical player because I didn't want to be told what to do. So I, I, I literally say, just, I literally just figured it out. That's, that's what I was about to say. Cause like my brother and my dad tried to get me to play guitar and I already hated my dad. Cause he tried to teach me <laughs> and my brother how to play golf. And if you, if you, if you've ever played golf with your parents and they like actually know what they're doing. Oh my God. Oh my God. You want to kill yourself. This is especially this when is, your brother's better than you. This is the episode of all of the lessons that Jess has taken in her life. Because also when I was a kid, I, my grandparents 
put me in lessons and I would play with my grandparents. I think I only ever played with my mom like once or twice, but we would go to the driving range when I stayed with my grandparents and I had my own set of clubs. And I, I to be fair, when it's a parent, it hits different. You, because yeah. you go up and there's about 18 different things that they're going to tell you before you even take a swing at the ball. You sit, sit there and go, where are you looking? That's what also, that's what also, <laughs> where are you looking? <laughs> is my dad wasn't the type to be like, oh, you need to square your stance up. You need to, he's a black man. So he did the, he did the, what's wrong with your legs? I don't know. <laughs> what's wrong with your legs? They're too wide. They're too wide. They're too close. What do you think? I don't know, dad. And he's like, <laughs> just square them up. And I'm like, just tell me that then. Oh my time. God. And, and then yeah. you take a shot, you take a shot and it would, slice off to the wrong direction and you turn around and you go what'd you do wrong and i'd be like <laughs> if that's, i knew i do it <laughs> that's how my dad and i were when he was teaching me how to play basketball oh, and right. i was in sports from super young age just as i'm sure that you were as well and yeah. he well so my dad was a basketball player my mom was a tennis player and um my so my dad would like we would we had a basketball court in the backyard and we would play but when he would try to teach me how to do things or what to do i would get frustrated and we would just yell at each other and then i would probably leave crying so we learned from a super early age that you have to put me in other things with different coaches but now (laughs) like if my not that I don't play basketball anymore and I never will because I, my body hurts. <laughs> my body just hurts. <laughs> but like when, when, when we do play together now that he's an actual coach and he's an, like a teacher, he knows how to, how to instruct somebody instead of just like, no, do this. We'll do what, do what, do this. I don't know what that is. What did you do? This. You're not helping like me. <laughs> oh, God. Just yeah, like no. he he's the one who does all of my um, sound equipment in my apartment. All of those oh, wires gotcha. and the bass and my record player and all that stuff and the amp. Right. And if something if something doesn't work or if something doesn't turn on or whatever, I call him because I don't have any idea what he's doing. And then I'll like tell him all the stuff that I I tried. And then he will only tell me how to do things that I tried. And I'm like, I just told you that I did that. And he goes, (laughs) okay, well, can you show me? And it's over FaceTime. He goes, goes, oh, you need to do this. I did do this. I just told you that. (laughs) And he goes, "Uh, cat. I don't think you're telling the truth. <laughs> Did you do it right, though? Why are you like, gaslighting me? <laughs> you didn't. Shut <laughs> up. No, so, I mean, uh, yeah, the only thing is, like, I don't know if it was worse, because my dad, my dad tried to play sports, but his, his father was so strict that he wasn't allowed to play sports. Like, he wasn't <laughs> supposed to play sports. And he wasn't he supposed. Any, wasn't supposed to. Was not Why would you not want your kid sports. to play sports? 
What was wrong with sports? If if you want to drive down to Alabama and ask my ninety six year old pastor of a of a grandfather why he didn't want his son to play sports, you can go ahead and do that. My grandfather um, but, is a past. My grandfather is a pastor too, but in a prison in California. That's definitely okay. That's hilarious. Uh, a black a black pastor in Montgomery, Alabama. Or a white pastor in a California prison. <laughs> oh my god! For real, for what real, and oh, it's like hearing him talk about it just makes me laugh because it's you can only. I don't think any of us now, especially with our age and growing up with the internet, can even begin to comprehend the way that things were when they were growing up and the mannerisms oh, and how no. they talk that they so. learned. So my my <laughs> favorite thing is when they talk about like the Jews or, or <laughs> like the Hindus, it's the something. It's the something because they're like studying it. And it's so, like every part of me wants to be like maybe just don't maybe just you if you just change around the words then it's better instead of the jews or maybe jewish people i was about to say yes (laughs) you literally my the first time i met my grandfather i'm six years old this man is telling a story about him and his neighbor back in the day and drops the n-word with the hard r like eight times as a black man because he was just talking about the other black guy in the story keep in mind i'm six i know this word is bad because i'm because like he says it one my older brother goes oh and then my dad was like oh shit so i knew it was a bad word i was like what the is happening right drops it like eight times grandpa finishes his story my dad grabs me and my brother Pulls us to the side and goes, guys, you got to understand. The way grandpa grew up, that's that's just a word that they used. They just, that's just the word. We don't say that now. We should never say that. And I was like, okay. And my brother was like, okay, yeah, I, I got it. And and now to this day, it still amazes me that that was just how he talked. That was just it for him. Hard R and everything hard on everything with like with no intent to hurt it was literally just like like the way i died yeah me and that dude me and my neighbor that dude just exactly the same sentiment it's just the number with hard r and you were just like okay i feel number one number one (laughs) that word at all makes me cringe like no other except for in like (laughs) music even when it's I hear just, it, if I hear the hard R in music, it still throws me. No, right. So, well, I'm just the the word without hard hard R, but especially yeah, with mean, a yeah. hard R, that's like if you could hear that from a mile away, and every time, every time I hear it, it's like a holy sh- what the fuck? It's like I got punched in the face. Yeah, it's it's sure. just a word that you cannot mistake for anything else. And my favorite and my favorite thing is now, like a bunch of like younger um, TikTokers, I uh. we I think we've done this before. 
where they get caught saying that word and then they have to make an apology video because I got canceled caught immediately. Immediately. And then they're like, oh. they're like, I didn't say it. I said something else. And nothing else has the same, like, just Digger. sound impact. <laughs> that. No, but even then, but, but even then you go, did he just say, you know? <laughs> No, I didn't say it. I mean, <laughs> you can't mistake that word for anything else. Yeah, that's fair. I like mean, when you hear it, you know you hear it. <laughs> I obviously I feel similarly, um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe even more so. <laughs> given it would go with more my so. background. Um, <laughs> you're no, I just, just mean your like. Yeah, no, I there's just the time that that word has just like completely dominated a moment in my life is insane and like the one that's like the most pg that i always tell which is like one of my favorite stories ever um was when i was in high school i was sophomore year of high school i was in an, um, an advanced lit class okay. and we were reading huck finn oh god um okay. right wait Obviously, have you told me about this I might have because it's, or it's, it's a hilarious I, story. Or it might just be a universal thing that everybody needs <laughs> to huck fair, in, and then everyone, you, the instructors and other white kids in the class, feel like they can say it because it's in a book. Oh, oh no! This might actually be worse. Oh, so first goodness. off, okay, it's Colorado. So like, again, you brought up Colorado's pretty left. I I went to school with <clears throat> probably like one or two people that were like really racist. But I had never really in school been called the N-word. Like the okay. first, like when I was in Remsel, fucking racism wasn't a thing because we were all just Kids. slaves to nature. That too. Um, <laughs> we all hated something else more than we could your ever parent, to hate a race. Your parents along the way signed something that said you have to give your, I would say your firstborn, but you're all, every kid over to nature. Pretty much. It was Multiple in their, times. it was every in their mortgage. Slip. It was Everything in their mortgage. Slip we bought home said, are you okay with nature taking your child at some point? And they went, damn straight. And they taking said, it? hopefully don't give it back. <laughs> but literally, so like that that half, I don't even really count. Because it was like, right. these people, that we didn't even know what curse words were. Because we were, we said, fuck nature. We just thought that was a thing. Right. So when I got to high school, I had never once really been called the N-word by, by someone meant to hurt me. Like I had right. heard some... Mexican kids say it and that was kind of like all right man chill and they were like oh I'm sorry whatever but never like as an attack right so then we started reading Huck Finn and literally we started reading it in class and most people actually everyone that read it like every kid that read it just skipped over it right they would like they would read it we were all reading along we they'd get to the point pause skip over it pause <laughs> every time that happened it was super weird for me like i like i knew it because i was the only black kid in the class so i was like all right that was weird but whatever mm-hmm. but then then we got to i think it's like page 13 no oh, and it's only 13 meet, pages in this is the first time and it's when you meet jim who's oh, the slave right. in the in and my teacher goes all right we're gonna take a little break here guys um so this next page has a lot of um let's say profanity and I was like, okay. And she goes, this is where it threw me. She goes, and when we read this word, like, I know it gets really awkward because, like, 
we all think of like uh, like one person or like a couple people and like everything gets awkward and we try to avoid eye contact and I was like oh what? no she's really saying and if this then, is going where I think it's going I really she, hope she, to god so, it's not so she's like she's like so yeah like we like we understand like what we're gonna do is like try not to make it weird um I know we all want to like avoid eye contact and like and try and avoid the awkward situation but let's just like go through so when you get to the word that i'm in question just replace it with slave because that's usually what they mean and i was like huh huh what is happening what is happening that is that that is the most white person explanation it gets what that word means Actually, you know worse. what? I feel like <laughs> I definitely like, heard that at some point in my life too. It's, it's a derogatory term for a black person. And she goes, it pretty much means slave. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what? That's your solution? You just snorted. <laughs> it's, it's that was so weird. Safe. Which the other thing that there's so many things that blew my mind in this. The first mm-hmm. was that we had been going for 12 pages no one had said it no one had even thought of it yeah it was awkward people were just like i wasn't trying to look at anyone but no one right. tried to look at me either it was an unspoken awkwardness that we all knew was going to happen so, so now we were doing fine and so now everyone when they say it they're going to look at you and now she just went she was like that's the only black kid that's the only black kid i need to just say something before we get to this page it means slave guys and don't look at the one kid we're all thinking of and i was like what? And then the part that like blew me out this fucking room. I'm already b- speechless, breathless. I'm gasping. In my class, sitting next to me is my best friend who has been my best friend since first grade. Okay. So we've been best friends for like seven years now. Uh-huh. He's sitting next to me. She does this whole explanation. And I look to him to go, I wonder who she's talking about. To make a joke, to cut the, the, the thin air that we are all now sucking on, I go to turn to sell, tell him this joke. This man's eyes are glued to the ceiling as far away from me as he can make them. <laughs> and I was like, this kid who I've had countless sleepovers with, who we've literally shared homes, oh my is God. now being influenced because he doesn't want to look at me because my teacher just brought up that I'm pretty much a slave. And I'm the only one who's gonna know it. And now my best, and the thing is, like, the second we got out of that class, he was like, Matt, I'm so sorry. I just, I couldn't look at you when she said all that. And I was like, I don't really blame you, man. And it just blew my mind. If she wouldn't, yeah, if she wouldn't have said anything, it would have just been a weird, (laughs) awkward experience that that everyone has gone through. But like, and then, you want to know it's also this is kind of funny it has nothing to do with did you never hold on really. I, I, have a, I have a question did you never tell your parents that that happened oh no i did i did um, did anything happen did what, they ever say they, anything <laughs> the thing is like what she did to, okay here's the thing what she did technically wasn't if wrong looking at it from like a legal as yeah. a teacher my was not the wrong thing to do right because the worst part is if you take me out of that scenario, if it's just a classroom of white kids, then and they... she says that, it, it actually sounds like she's being proactive. She's like, we can't all just associate this with one person. 
But right. because I'm in there, she's like saying it because yeah, there is one person that she's already associated with. So inherently, there's nothing wrong with it. So you can't like go to the school and be like, she tried to have us not say it. Yeah. And like try and explain why that's an issue because you're, you're going to a white principal to tell them why a black kid feels uncomfortable that another white person. And they're going to be like, I don't really see how yeah affecting yeah, yeah. people. Well, like, well, of course you don't. Right. But so like I told them about it and they were just appalled, but they're like, fuck it, whatever. But the thing was just like the the funny part about this, the teachers initials are KKK. And I'm not making this up. Catherine Christian Cone Crone. KKK. That was... And she made the joke on the first day. She was like, Hi, my name is Christian Crone. Um Yes, I, my initials are KKK. Let's just get over it now. And everyone was just kind of like, what? That's awkward, yeah. <laughs> just like, like, I get that that's a, probably a good point to put. Again, I get why you put it out there. Right. But how many kids are going to look at your initials and then immediately, we're all going to make the connection, but no one's going to be like, ha ha, you're Say anything. KKK. <laughs> Yeah. And again, I get why you're doing it, but if you hadn't said anything, it would have just been as awkward as it was already going to be. That was, was the, the lowest form of awkwardness. That was the cherry on top of an like childhood trauma. Like <laughs> social childhood trauma. Right. And it sounds like a novel because her name is <laughs> it's from it's like, oh, it was foreshadowing. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like there's, there's literary themes. There, How did but... you think she wasn't going to do it? <laughs> I put it right in front of you. It, so <laughs> it, it just it just blew my mind that this was the life I I was living now. I was like, this is this is crazy. Were her parents were her parents not like concerned when they were naming her? Do you think that they That's what I'm saying. Cause like I get you have the initials, but motherfucker, someone picked those for you. <laughs> you wonder if it just so, like wasn't that big of a deal that they just did it anyways. The, the joke that we always made was like, because she's a, a literary teacher and her father's also a literary teacher, that they just loved alliteration so much that they couldn't ignore it. And then That's I was like, so Cap. funny. <laughs> I think they're just racist as white Cap. people want to be like, oh, it's alliteration. <laughs> it's not our fault. Our, our last name ends in K. That's mm. so funny. Mm. So literally her her initials were KKK and she gave me one of the the most public experiences of racism I've had in in probably my entire life. (laughs) Insane. Is insane. That's so crazy. Probably what spurred my my social psych minor because I just watched my best friend be persuaded by two paragraphs of the white lady that was like, don't think of black people as slaves, but they are. (laughs) And he was like, oh shit. That's, <laughs> oh, that's God. so funny. So, oh yeah, my you know, God, that's insane. Just, just the the life we live. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back. So, what we I'm looking at currently, break, but I think we did. You'll get the idea. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> the other day, for some reason or another, I can't remember why. Uh, oh, because. She listened to the podcast. My friend Grace listened to our podcast and was like, really liked it. And I was like, fantastic. If you have any ideas or want to be on it, let me know. Like, I, I'll do whatever. Right. And, and she goes, okay, well, I don't really have, like, ideas for you guys to talk about. I said, 
that was fair meeting. And she goes, what if I just send you like random shit that I think is cool and I want you to talk about? I said, sure, go crazy. So this is something that Grace sent me. <laughs> and it is, it's kind of, it's kind of, kind of spooky. I don't know if it's fair to call spooky? it a conspiracy theory. A little spooky. Okay. I don't know if it's fair to call it a conspiracy theory. Because mm. it's kind of factual. Um, and it involves a pandemic. So. <laughs> Good. Good. We got to hear it now. What I'm, what I'm explaining today is called dancing mania. Dancing mania. Which sounds like the intro to like some... 80s themed <laughs> sounds like a video game that you play at the arcade or it's a knockoff <laughs> of just dance on wii but i say it's like it's like the dollar store version of whatever the dance game was that you... <laughs> <laughs> exactly so yeah so dancing mania also known as the dancing plague was a social phenomenon that occurred primarily in mainland europe between the 14th and 17th century okay. way back in the day all right <laughs> involved groups of people dancing erratically sometimes thousands at a time until exhaustion <laughs> the mania affected men women and children who danced until they collapsed from collapsed from exhaustion one of the first major outbreaks was in akin in the holy roman empire uh-huh. in 1374 and it quickly spread throughout europe okay it affecting affecting thousands of people across the several centuries. Dancing mania was not an isolated event and was well documented as contemporary reports. It was nevertheless poorly understood. Remedies were based on guesswork. Often musicians accompanied dancers due to the belief that the music would treat them of the mania. But this tactic sometimes backfired, encouraging more people to join in. There is no there is no consensus among modern day scholars as to the cause of dancing mania. So people <laughs> in the 14th to 17th century would just start dancing for no apparent reason in like hundreds of thousands of groups, like big groups, until they pass out from exhaustion with no explanation today why that happened. Oh I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know where to begin. Exactly. I don't it's know so what questions, to I don't know questions to ask. I don't oh. know. I can't even begin to uh, conceptualize or comprehend if the, it was an actual sickness or if people were just doing this. It's, it's, it's so insane. What the fuck? Okay. Literally, people would almost die because they would just break out into these social dancing things. And I, <laughs> that I like don't a, understand it. Peer pressure? That's what I'm saying. Like, Did they I just have no autonomy? So any anytime there was even just a little bit of peer pressure of thinking about joining into something. They just did it and then felt like they couldn't stop because everybody else isn't stopping. I, that's what I'm saying. I couldn't tell if it was like a competition thing 
like it was just like toxic masculinity taken to the the peak where it's just like i'm not gonna stop dancing until you do and they both just passed on and died but as we were talking about this i was scrolling further down the page mm-hmm. and oh, no. they say one cause for this might be what's called tarantio tarantism like tarantula <laughs> yes in Italy, a similar f- phenomenon known as tarantism, in which victims were said to have been poisoned by tarantulas or scorpions. And they believed that the only known antidote was to dance a particular music to separate the venom from the blood. Oh, to keep the body moving. <laughs> so if you just... So people thought that they until could then it's, dance... It's, it's, it's mixing your shit up so the venom won't stay in the blood. They what thought the they fuck? could dance the venom out of their blood. What? And so somebody who wasn't qualified to be a doctor, because none of them were, but somebody who especially <laughs> wasn't medicine qualified, wasn't a thing yet. <laughs> someone who especially didn't qualify as a doctor said, Oh, just just dance and then you'll be okay. And people were like, I guess. And they did it. The thing is like anti-dancers. You don't know anything. Anti-dancers <laughs> same as anti-vaxxers. The theory behind dancing just doesn't make sense to me. It causes worse symptoms like <laughs> autism. Like autism. What is what is autism? I don't know. Just <laughs> It's just I mean bad. Here's the thing. If we had no concept of modern medicine, right. And someone was like there's, I just got bit by something and they put something in, in me. They're like, just dance that shit out. Just keep your blood moving and it won't get to your vital parts. I might believe them for a second. <laughs> like, they're like, you yeah. just got to keep it moving because that, like, right. it can't settle or some shit. It kind of makes sense, but I, that's, again, I'm not, I don't know <laughs> the anything. The bar at which someone could give me logic for it is so low. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. I'm trying to figure out, like, why... Okay. Okay. Numerous <laughs> hypotheses have been proposed for the causes of dancing mania. Here's what we're looking for. The answers, people. Okay. It remains unclear. <laughs> um, it remains unclear whether it was a real illness or mm-hmm. a social phenomenon. It has to have been a social phenomenon. There's... I just don't think there's any way in the bot... <laughs> unless you were, like, so uncomfortable... One of but that just would have been pain, so you would have just been squirming. One of the dancing. most prominent theories is that victims su- suffered from irrigate poison, which was known as the St. Anthony's Fire in the Middle Ages. During floods and damp periods, I don't know if I'm saying this right, ergots? Okay. Ergots? Who knows? Um, were able to grow and affect rye and other crops. Ergotism caused hallucinations and convulsions. So they think they might have gotten poisoned by this bacteria that would grow in their wheat. I just and then they would just oh they would just trip balls while having spasms. And people are like, damn, that's a funky ass dance move. (laughs) Oh my god, of course it's England, it's a bunch of white people. A white person yeah. got up and went, 
and they went, oh shit, okay, homie, break it down. I found a video. Now they're like, they're all dancing. I found a video. Should I share it? Of Dancing Mania? Yeah. Is that gonna be scary? No, it's like a history of it, but it's like animated. Medieval Europe had no shortages of super deadly disease outbreaks that could wipe out a chunk of the population without much of an effort. But no but none of them were quite as fun as the bizarre case of Frau Trophia and the dancing that had upwards of 400 people compulsively dancing in the streets, some even to their deaths. Today, we're going to examine the plague that made people dance themselves to death. But before we do that, be sure to subscribe to the Weird History Channel and let us know what diseases you're most afflictions. And a one, and a two, and a three. Our story begins on a hot July day in 1518, when German housewife Frau Trophia stepped out of her home in Strasbourg and hot. started to get down to a boogie that no one else could hear. She danced in the streets of her small town all day, to the embarrassment of her husband, who was not himself and equally compelled to dance in any way. Lesbian. Frau stopped dancing long enough for a few hours of restless sleep before waking the next day and tapping her toes bloody again. A crowd began to form around this seemingly insane woman bloody. dancing to absolutely nothing with bruised and bloody feet. What a fun little street performance, the villagers must have thought as this poor woman danced herself to very possible death. Soon, however, she wasn't alone. Frau formed a whole dance troupe with roughly 30 others catching the jitterbug and joining her in a spontaneous dance-off. If we just pause it right there, it feels like the only explanation is peer pressure. Like one person, one person look at the title didn't card feel right good until they started dancing, and everyone's like, "I guess I'll dance." I, I mean, yeah, but so, <laughs> how? I at what point is dancing so cool that you don't really need your feet anymore because they're dancing them off i don't know we'll see we'll see <laughs> frau soon had a full marching band worth of people dancing with her i must say that that music that played in the background the dun, 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 that's um trixie mattel's intro to her youtube video it just made me fucking laugh <laughs> The dancing mania, as it was eventually labeled, spread to more people in Strasbourg with estimates as high as 400 people involuntarily joining her dance crew. It quickly grew into a full-grown crisis that the city council had no clue how to manage. They don't teach you how to handle spontaneous raves in crisis management courses at business school. The only clear thing they could agree on was these groovy kids were not having a groovy time. Dancers were in obvious pain, screaming in agony and begging for mercy from whatever bizarre affliction they were suffering from. As the summer stretched on and the temperatures rose, as many as 15 people a day were dying from dancing in the streets. Jeez, David Bowie and Mick Jagger. A day? I can't. <laughs> Looks so fun. Dancing in the street. <laughs> oh! Fresh out of ideas on how to handle this problem themselves, the city council consulted with local physicians to diagnose the problem and shut it down for good. After ruling out the standard astrological causes and supernatural causes, the doctor diagnosed the exhausted dancing maniacs with a probable case of hot blood, which sounds like a diagnosis from the band Foreigner. But really, the theory was that hot blood was a problem with the balance in a person's humors. In a case of hot blood, doctors believed the brain would overheat, which in turn would cause madness. The typical remedy? 
It's the 1500s, so if you guessed bloodletting, you guessed right. However, given these victims specific ability to voluntarily stop moving, physically removing any blood, regardless of temperature, wasn't a feasible course to take. So, unlike the town in Footloose, they prescribed even more dancing. They hired musicians to get the crowd hyped and brought in extras to mix up the energy of this lame party, hoping of burning out the dancers, but to no avail. This cure, like a poorly chaperoned prom, was a failure and actually exasperated the problem. As the exhausted dancers were beginning to stumble and slow down, the musicians didn't think to play the slow jams and cool the room off. Instead, they sped up the tempo, causing the townspeople to move faster with the music. You can't play a banger and not expect the crowd to react, DJ medieval guy. Not only did these party beats fail to stop the sporadic dancing, but it also attracted volunteer booty shakers to the square as passerbys joined in on what was being misperceived as fun. The city council realized that having this giant block party to burn out the afflicted wasn't the best solution to this problem. Clearly, these poor dancing queens were not suffering from hot blood. What the fuck? No. It was odd. What was that? Was that a gun? No, but oh, that was a guns, fucking then. trumpet. It's a fucking music instrument, Jess. No, I know. It's just so long. Blow, play your fucking ear off, literally. Oh my god, that's huh. Or dancing queen. Why would you think blasting music is the way to stop people know, from dancing? It was odd. Because they're idiots. <laughs> Obviously, a curse on the city, sent as a warning to repent for their sins or suffer the consequences. Now, acting like the town in Footloose, <laughs> the police of medieval Europe like to run a pretty tight ship to keep the sinners at bay. This obscene rock and roll music. If this dancing mania was a curse, sin would have to be reined in within the walls of Strasbourg. Gambling houses? Gone. Brothels? Police. Not in this city. We hear you loud and clear, saints who have cursed our town with dance as a punishment for the gambling and prostitution. The city also gathered up the uh, loose people and banished them from the city. 1518 was a poor time to have a bad reputation in Strasbourg. Shame. They even tried to send gifts to the saints by donating a 100-pound candle to the cathedral. One candle just didn't cut it, and the dead huh? plague kept on hustling. You knew it was coming. They went full footloose. The town took the drastic step of outlawing dance, tacking on a fine of 30 shillings for anyone caught moving their hips to a beat. They also banned music, with the exception of string music for weddings, but they are on their conscience not to use tambourines and drums, the <laughs> municipal archive reported. Drums were the most dangerous instrument since they allegedly triggered the strange epidemic. Please, everybody knows the most dangerous instrument is the sax. It uses sexiness, really riles up the saints. In spite of all of Strasbourg's right. best efforts and bad gifts, the epidemic continued. But would you believe this was not the first dancing mania that struck Europe? In 1374, a dancing outbreak hit the city of Aachen and quickly spread across the Rhine Valley. This was less of a free-for-all mosh pit of wild dancing and more of a hands-across-America situation. Oh. Dancers afflicted held hands in a circle and danced for hours together in wild delirium until at length they fell to the ground in a state of exhaustion. Oh, that's like some midsummer stuff. Was just collectively yeah. tripping balls. Achen officials disagreed. They chalked this up to your standard demonic possession. Exorcists were brought in to bathe the dancers with holy water while shouting incantations in the faces of the possessed. Honestly, it sounds like Achen just didn't know what to do. 
But of course, when all else fails, you can always blame the women. In 1526, around 10 years after the strange dancing phenomena had tired itself out, Renaissance physician Paracelsus visited Strasbourg for a post-mortem and to diagnose the F in their what-the-f**k situation. According to Paracelsus, forced natural dancing was an involuntary physical response, like a reflex, that could be caused if certain parts of the body were manipulated. But because this was 1526, for good measure he also blamed the women. He scrutinized the role of our hero, Frau Trafia, and saw her as a rebellious woman who set off a dancing mania in order to avoid doing a house chore or two. I'm Paracelsius claimed right before she started uh, dancing, her husband had asked her to do something she didn't want to do. This would make sense as a woman, and women specifically are famously known to dance through the night, feet bleeding, in order to avoid a little housework. It sounds a little presumptuous of Paracelsus to assume the task he asked her to do had not been to start dancing and don't stop till I say so. As dancers continued to wave their more, you gotta keep watching. Why don't I do this? The dancers were carted in wagons to a shrine. Take them with that medieval <laughs> party bus. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh my god which is known to cause convulsions, oh. could be the culprit. That wouldn't account for the tight choreography, oh. which was described less as random convulsing and more like coordinated movement. Others suggested a group case of epilepsy or other medical conditions, <laughs> which wouldn't explain, of course, how the mania became contagious, since epilepsy is not a something you can catch. And if your mind was floating towards weird dance cult, you are not alone. One theory out there is this was all the work of the secret of a heretical cult that emerged every decade to revel in public. This, of course, fails to connect how the dancing seemed to spread amongst the people since it was clear the dancers were in complete okay. agony and many died. And at a time when Europe was in a heightened alertness for suspected heretic cult antics, it's unlikely this one simply slipped under the radar. The likely cause of the dance party that couldn't stop, wouldn't stop, was a classic case of mass hysteria. Yeah. To say things in Strasbourg what? in 2018 had been pretty bleak would be an understatement. The city suffered from not one, not two, but four serious famines between 1492 and 1511. In 1516, food prices shot up, and in 1517, a fifth famine killed countless people. One chronicler labeled it the bad year, and sometimes a nickname. 2020 is the bad year, too. That's a bad year. <laughs> Excuse me. Also, I think it's funny that someone had to name it that. The bad year? Yeah. Like, everyone's like, God, this year has been tough. What, what, what do we, we call oh. it? The bad, bad year. year. <laughs> oh, shit. Hell yeah. Here we go. We got, we got less than a minute left. Really fits. In 1518, smallpox and leprosy were on the rise, and the orphanage was overpacked with at least 300 new orphans. Fear of being possessed drove people insane, and and the city was ripe for an outbreak of mass hysteria. Superstitious beliefs led people to believe their minds and bodies were being controlled by a force so powerful their bodies were no longer their own to control. They were convinced they were victims of an unseen power, which makes sense considering the ultimate cure that stopped the dancing was a visit to the shrine of St. Vetus and a new pair of holy blessed shoes. It checks all the mass hysteria boxes and explains how it began, how it spread, and how it was ultimately defeated. 
That is, of course, until a guy started a little music festival in the desert of California. But that, my friends, is for another weird time. So yeah, that's just um, just the shit we're into, I guess. Just the shit we're into today. (laughs) You know, those things. Mass hysteria. Do you think mass hysteria could happen now? Oh, definitely. I would need to learn more about mass hysteria, like what causes it. Oh my God. I was going to tell you, I don't know if you're, I'm assuming you're not because you, I feel like you make fun of me for it. Oh, I guess we watched The Vow, but um, HBO, what? HBO came out with this new documentary called Crazy Not Insane. And it, oh yeah, no, I, I had, I can't watch that because my mom's a psychiatrist and she just saw the title screen and said, no, we can't watch this. I said, okay. <laughs> Fair enough, mom. I don't know what it's about at all. It's about it's about this woman who basically was the pioneer for figuring out how, how and why people, one, killed other people, and two, killed lots of people. So she studied serial killers, pretty much. It's a it's a serial killer documentary, but it's not oh, about... I thought, I thought it's we were not talking a, like... It's not about the serial killer. It's about the woman and um, like what she found what out. causes someone to kill somebody else. Oh, okay. I thought you were th- thinking more like dictators, but yeah. And then so there, it shows a lot of like clips of her in court for the first times, like arguing what she found because she she like defended. Um, people for instead of doing the death penalty if they needed to be institutionalized to like oh so like she started like the pleading criminally insane or whatever type thing she didn't start it but she was the person like to defend these people and Mm. like tell if they were um crazy or insane so if they needed to be like in prison or um institutionalized yeah like get mental health versus yeah so um just being a bad just being a bad guy yeah so it was the study of why and like how it became mainstream it's really cool i think it's really cool i was just thinking mass hysteria would be possible because social media i feel like people get you can just blast that shit everywhere yeah but even then i think with the internet were like i don't think not everyone is as stupid as we think we are i might have to disagree on that one <laughs> no i'm saying not everyone yeah i'm still gonna have to disagree really well i just I'll still think, hear your point now huh i still want to hear your point um i was gonna say yeah because i feel like mass hysteria on the internet would be more like I guess people were talking about when TikTok was going to get shut down, but right. no one was like act- actively freaking out about it because we didn't think it was real. But then there are a lot of things I feel like we're very, at least, well, I guess I can't really speak for anybody else, but I'm very skeptical when it comes to things on the internet. And so I, I hope say. that something something that could escalate to mass hysteria, I would be able to 
debunk for myself that that wasn't real. I guess to me, I guess maybe I'm defining hysteria, mass hysteria is too high of a, of a like hysteria thing. Because right. I was thinking like, to me, like some instances of like cancel culture could be oh. a type of mass hysteria. Like where someone didn't really do anything wrong. Like once we look back at it, we're like, oh, okay, that was like, I don't really know if that it's was- It's less of a, it's like, yeah, cancel culture. It's less of a, like canceling somebody or um, then like calling them out and moving on. But it's also like with cancel culture, you don't give anybody the option or the chance to like get educated or oh, yeah, uh, do something like that and you they're just like ah well, that's what i'm saying it's like but i think that can be a form of mass hysteria because i know there's been times where like mm-hmm. i really don't know people and they're like this person's now canceled i'm like why and they're like because they're racist and i'm like i'm not gonna do the research to see if they actually are but i don't really care anymore so right sure canceled and like i i, I have no real <laughs> evidence to go on but i'm still like coming to a conclusion i don't know if that's to the extent of mass hysteria, but I just think that to me is interesting. Yeah. Duh, uh, 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 did Billy Eilish come out with a song or something for the VMAs? Or she did, therefore I am. AMAs? Huh? Was it the AMAs or the VMAs? The AMAs, right? She, no, it's I don't not know. as a thing. Me- she hasn't performed it yet. No, the, there's a music awards thing. When? Like recently, like two days ago, maybe? Yeah, I guess I really haven't been on Instagram to see if she American Music Awards. Did an event. Did, did the event already pass? Yeah, the American Music Awards. And she performed it? When was it? Sunday? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but like, I, like Megan the Stallion was there, Dua Lipa. He didn't post um, about it. The weekend. He created the weekend. Billy Eilish. <laughs> Billy Eilish gave a spectacular world premiere performance of her new song, Therefore I Am. Oh, is that the video when she was walking around the mall? No. <laughs> but gave a spectacular you- Therefore I Am with an appearance from her brother and producer, Phineas? Yeah. Who accompanied her on guitar. At the AMAs. (laughs) Jennifer Lopez and Muloma steamed up the stage. This is real life. I'm looking at when this was. This is November 22nd. Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Taylor Swift wins Artist of the Year. Oh, good. Megan Thee Stallion brought her hot girl energy to the stage. I saw that too. Megan Thee Stallion posted about it. Complex Music posted about it. Because the weekend was like the. I want it. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> the damn is. Look, I just happened to be wearing a shirt. Yeah, she did perform a new song. Yeah, I didn't know it was yesterday. Because she just posted that video two hours ago. Wow. So I they didn't even seen a bunch of Instagram stuff. Damn. So I follow Complex Music and then I follow Dua Lipa and I follow Meg. And I don't follow The Weeknd. Was Complex Music or was it, I think it was Complex or it might have been, I don't think it was Pop Grave. But um, 
someone basically said that they wouldn't be um, covering who shot who shot Megan? Tory Lanez. Yeah, they would not be covering anything that Tory Lanez did from like from now until ever because of what he did to Megan Thee Stallion. And then like released no statement, did a live stream and then said he was dropping an album. Like that was disrespectful. Yeah, the fact that you shot Megan Thee Stallion was pretty fucked up. Huh? Maybe really sad. The fact that she he shot Megan Thee Stallion and sh- was messed and up. Shot her shooting somebody. That's insane. That's world events. Rewind. What this episode is. Oh, one last thing though. Kenny G performed in your eyes with the weekend. I bet that's good. He's fucking dope. I bet that's super good. Remember when he played? He also looks amazing for his age. Remember when he played last Friday night with Katy Perry? Yeah. That was a good one. But apparently, like the weekend. How do these like, episodes keep coming back to Katy Perry? Because <laughs> you love Katy Perry. <laughs> I didn't realize. You're a closeted Katy Perry fan. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Because <laughs> I never bring back to Katy Perry. It's always you. Thank you guys for yeah. listening to whatever this becomes. Just a normal conversation. This is just a normal conversation. I guess a lot of a, this is normal conversations. <laughs> To be fair, our conversation is not very normal, but no. that's just but us. neither are anybody else's. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in. Um, thanks for having me. You no, know, if you leave comments, um, once again, shout out to Grace. She said she didn't care if she got a shout out. Thank I'm gonna you. do it anyways. Shout out to Grace um, for providing some ideas. Um, we love like obviously if you guys want to be more involved. DM us on our Instagram page, comment on this video. You can um, uh, find our anchor link in our Instagram bio, I think. It's also yeah. in our bio on Spotify. Yeah, our Spotify bio. Um, so if you're you listening go. to this on Spotify, which you probably are, yeah. shout out to my Spotify boys. Um, then yeah, just in our description or on our Instagram page. And we'd love to hear from you guys. Love to have you guys on. So let us know. What's up? Love you. Love you. Protect your mental protect your mental health, like I always say. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. (laughs) Wear a mask. (laughs) Okay. Damn. (laughs) Yellow. Um and I'll see you next week. Yeah. We'll see you next Same week. Same time next and week. They'll they'll hear us. Um, C'est la vie, mon ami. Next week, <laughs> Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Bye. Au revoir. Um. Wild. But yeah, so this all happened yesterday. Wow.